an open letter to professor dewey concerning immediate empiricism by charles m bakewell this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org an open letter to professor dewey concerning immediate empiricism on first reading your article entitled immediate empiricism it seemed to bear out the promise of its title and to give us a statement of an empiricism at once radical and thoroughgoing but on careful rereading it the impression forces itself upon me that you have made the empiricism so thorough that it has overleaped itself my difficulty is so obvious a one that i dare say you have a ready answer perhaps i have missed part of your meaning but as i think that others of your readers may share this difficulty i venture to lay it before you in the hope of eliciting an explicit reply the name immediate empiricism or immediatism is intended if i have caught your meaning to emphasize two characteristics of the new philosophy now generally called pragmatism one things are what they are experienced as which gives us the one postulate of immediate empiricism and two every experience is that experience which it is and no other or in other words every experience is a determinate experience which gives us the criterion of immediate empiricism this determinateness you write is the only and is the adequate principle of control or objectivity and elsewhere if one wishes to describe anything truly his task is to tell what it is experienced as being now as you further explain the first of the above propositions you make it mean sometimes no more than this every experience as experience is what it is experienced as or again you interpret it as meaning simply that if one starts out to explain any fact of experience he must stick in the most uncompromising fashion to that definite initial experience from which he set out as a real experience with either interpretation the first proposition becomes as simple elementary tautologous even as the second and both would be accepted at a glance as a matter of course precisely as one would assent without argument to the propositions a is a and a is not non-a the obviousness of these propositions gives your general position its plausibility but to get out of them any criterion or principle of objectivity do you not then and without giving any logical defense substitute this highly questionable interpretation of your first proposition everything experienced is and is no more than it is then and there experienced as is this what immediatism means i gather that it is not only from the general drift of your discussion but in particular from such expressions as the following which you use as equivalent in describing a typical case of a corrected experience the experience has changed the thing experienced has changed the concrete reality experienced has changed and in speaking of the zollner lines you write the lines of that experience the initial uncorrected experience are divergent not merely seem so i am aware that by a certain placing of the emphasis and by introducing qualifying and explanatory phrases 
all of these expressions could be reduced to the tautological form but they suggest the interpretation that the real thing aimed at in the original experience is gone and that we are dealing with another and maybe even a different kind of a real thing and some such interpretation seems to be required if immediatism is to furnish a key to the question of the objectivity of experience in the corrected experience of the zollner lines you imply the lines that then are at once seen as convergent and known as parallel are the lines of that particular experience and not the real and self-same lines of the initial experience but why should there be any problem at all if each experience is a new and different reality why must experience be corrected and how can we speak of it as being corrected if it is in fact simply superseded you write it is in the concrete thing as experience that all the grounds and clues to its own intellectual or logical rectification are contained here the phrase its own seems to bring back the reference to a permanent objective reality that is carried through the process of correcting a view which immediatism aims to supplant and when you speak of the initial experience say of the zoner lines as containing as experienced all the grounds and clues to its correction how can you make this out except by reading into that initial experience as part of its reality that fuller meaning and larger context which only a later knowledge experience brings to light this would however give us as far as it goes an idealism and of a decidedly transcendental kind my difficulty in short is simply this either everything experienced is real exactly as and no further than it is then and there experienced and then there is no occasion to speak of correcting or rectifying experience or there is in every experience a self-transcendency which points beyond that thing as experienced for its own reality and then goodbye to immediatism even atomism footnote not to be sure the atomism of the earlier english psychology to which you refer in a footnote but immediatism seems to give us a kind of atomism differing from that only in greater complexity of the atoms the reals are chopped off from one another if on the one hand this consequence is avoided by making the earlier experience contain implicitly the later to which it leads immediatism gives way to a doctrine of mediation End footnote. or transcendentalism and either view seems in your article to pass over very easily into its opposite in good old hegelian fashion is there another alternative which i have overlooked end of an open letter to professor dewey concerning immediate empiricism by charles m bakewell